Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, The Ultimate Guide to Following Your Purpose and Creating Change in the World, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. 
If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It is packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work so that together we create a better world. When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking all about manifesting financial abundance. And let's face it, money is a loaded topic. It triggers us. It creates rifts between us and our loved ones. It brings up fear, frustration, resentment, and all sorts of emotions. But at the end of the day, money is also energy, like all things on this planet and universe. And the best thing about energy is that it can be changed and transformed. And so can our relationship with money. I remember when I first read that money was energy. It made sense mentally, but it didn't really help me shift my perception about it. What did help me learn to manage and manifest money was combining energy work with practical work. And that's exactly what you learn to do in this week's podcast episode. Maria Tan is a money coach who blends powerful energy work mindset shifts, and tactical advice to help people manifest and retain an abundance of money. And specifically, in this week's episode, Maria teaches us the four money codes to manifesting more money. And these are manifestation, receptivity, retention, and multiplication. In this episode, you'll get to identify the money codes you're missing and learn practical ways to implement them in your life. This way you'll get to feng shui your wealth center and figure out what energy or practical shifts you need to make to improve your financial well-being. When you're done listening to the episode, be sure to come within your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know which of the four money codes do you need to invest more time and energy into. Without further ado, enjoy this episode with Maria Tan. Maria Tan is a success and wealth coach for misfits, multi-passionates, and millennials. She helps helps her clients elevate by helping them gain clarity on their vision and translating that into clear, actionable steps and milestones. She's worked with over 1,000 individuals from all over the world and has given international talks on entrepreneurship, empowerment, and energy. Maria, welcome to the Lead Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. Hello, everybody from Asia. I am currently in Asia at the time of this recording, and I hope you are having a great day. It's so exciting to have you here because we're going to talk about something that I've been wanting to do an episode on for a while, but I haven't gotten the chance to do yet. And I think you're the perfect person to chat about that, which is money and spirituality, which are two words that traditionally don't go together in the same sentence. 
but we're here to demystify that. We're here to overcome our poverty thinking and really uh, accept and see and perceive money as something spiritual as well. But before we dive into this, I want to hear about your story with money and getting to coach and help other people to manifest more money and combine it with spirituality. I think my money story, as like everybody does have, all started with disappointment. Mm. I think that's it, right? Like that's all how we start our money story. Guilt, disappointment, frustration, anger. And um, I, I'm born into a very entrepreneurial family. So business is in my blood. But my father lost um, the business when I was very young, so 11. And in Asia, the culture here is very, uh, it's, it's quite, it's sad, but you know that you've lost, in, lost people's favors or lost in people's you know, good side when you're asked or invited to parties and you're being put at the corner of the room. And you're like a parasite or being ostracized or like a pariah there, right? So think of an 11-year-old girl seeing that, seeing something change, right? Whereas maybe a few years ago or just a few months ago, everybody just wanted to be my father's best friend and was bombarding me with gifts. And suddenly, we're just a nuisance. And I think that really, that really prevented me from living life a very, very expanded way. Because even if I come from an entrepreneurial family and I was actually making money from the age of six, suddenly I saw money as such a, 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 a tag, as such a limitation. When before that, money was simply something to be enjoyed, you know, something like, okay, I'll sell this, I'll get money, I'll I'll be able to buy this. You know, it's more of like that exchange. It's, it's a very joyful activity. It's a joyful symbolism of life. It's a joyful and creative way of expressing myself, finding resources, finding things to, you know, put together. And all of this, all of a sudden, that everything just crashed, right? Like that disappointment. Then one day I saw my father crying. Can you imagine for a 12-year-old, 11-year-old girl, you see your father crying? Your father, someone who is like a masculine person, you, you see that man suddenly crying. And again, I want to remind everybody, this was in the 90s. Fathers don't cry, <laughs> right? Like now, yeah. maybe it's a little different. But back then, fathers didn't cry. And I am Asian. Asians, we don't have feelings. <laughs> like that's, the, that's, the, that's the belief that people have, right? Asians don't cry. Asians don't get emotional. So for me, it was really new. So I started, I started seeing money as that, like a limitation. Everything is limited. It was a source of anger, a source of sadness, a source of grief, source of disappointment. And then I put all my focus into making money because I was a very good salesperson. I still am. I was really focused on, you know, selling, selling, selling. Remember, I started making money at six. So at 11 or 12, it was easy to just keep making more, right? 
So I was selling, selling, selling. I was known as Maria went to town in my school because I <laughs> sold to everybody from the, from the cleaners to the teachers, to my classmates, everybody was buying things from me. Right. And, um, and then at the same time I was touring. Um, I was a, um, I was a, like, I did after-school programs with my yeah. classmates. So I was teaching them. They were willing to pay me money. I was very smart. So money was pretty much, it was easy coming in, but it never gave me any joy because it's just a reminder of how my classmates could just easily say, okay, let's go to the movies. Their parents would pay for it. And for us, it was really difficult because we were already on scholarship. Going to a private school was expensive and my mother could not afford it. My father could not bring in anything. So it was really, really tough. And then when I was 20, about 24, mid twenties, I hit the, I think the, the, the toughest wall in my life. When I realized, what the hell am I doing? Like, I, yes, okay, it, money became super easy, okay? Like, I, I pretty much got everything that I wanted, like money, you know, buying Prada was so easy. Like, okay, that's buying Prada was nothing, you know, like people now uh, faster their things on social media just to show people that they can afford it. But back then and in mid twenties, it was really nothing for me to buy a Cartier to buy. It was easy because money was flowing in. Right. But I was literally lost and stuff. And there was a big void in me. Because I just couldn't feel complete. You know, like there's something in me that's telling me this is not life. Life could, should not be about waking up, figure, focusing on how much money you can make and then repeat. <laughs> you know, it's just pretty much that. And hustle, 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 make more money. And I realized, no, I need to step back and I need to go back into who am I? What am I? And how does money... Or how should money be with me? How can I bring back that younger version of myself? Where money was joy, you know, was joyful. It was more, you know, it's like you make decisions not because of money, but because you want it. And money just accelerated things, right? Instead of like every decision you make is about money. It's about, oh, I cannot join. I remember in college. I, oh, I would not even join field trips. I had scholarships, right? I would never even consider stepping into 7-Eleven, buying their coffee, if I can just make my own coffee. Because for me, how much is that? Two dollars, two US dollars was completely ridiculous to spend on coffee. Because for me, it was, you know, like every decision you make is about saving money. And for me, that should not be. So when I was in my mid-20s, I was very depressed. I was suicidal. And I thought, no, life, should, life is something better than this. And I don't need to follow what everybody does. I can build my own life. I can create a different world from everybody else. And that's how you started uh, shifting your perspective about money, healing your story, because something that's present in everybody is a story we have about money. You've just shared yours, but exactly. I'm sure every single person listening right now has their own relationship with money, their own limiting beliefs that create, uh, were created for all sorts of different reasons. And it's just a matter of uh, bringing that into our awareness, healing it, and choosing to think differently about money. And I think something, something valuable in helping us um, 
shift our perception about money is redefining money. So for, from your experience, what is money? How should we perceive, you know, how should we be perceiving money? I call it money is our spiritual partner. Huh. You, you understand? Yeah. Because money is, if we have our romantic partner, we have yes. our business partner, money is our spiritual partner because money is the only thing in this world right now where we live in that helps us sustain what we want. They, mm. I, you know, I have this, uh, one of my free training series is about monetizing your magic. And I always tell people, if you cannot monetize your magic, how can you make more? because then there is no sustainability. Mm -hmm. So for me, spirituality, it's as simple as us being 100% authentic and aligned to who we are and what we want to share with people. And we cannot do that if our spiritual partner is not aligned with us, because then we will always be worried about how we can pay the bills, how we can, you know, like how we can start anything. But when you see money as a spiritual partner, as a, as a someone who can really help us sustain, keep it flowing, we don't see it as something limiting, but rather something freeing, something that would give us that support that we want to be very spiritual, to be very on purpose. So not just money is an opposite to spirituality, but when we define money as spirituality and see money as our spiritual partner, then we can totally shift our perspective about it because you're right. In the current world where we live in right now with capitalism and the way the world works, we need money to sustain ourselves. So what I also, uh, also had to overcome and also now teach to my clients and my audience is that when you get... Um, when you accept money and you accept to receive for your spiritual gifts, for your magic, as you say, then you open up the opportunities and the doors for you to create more of that magic. Because the more money comes in, the better you can create your house, the more inspired you can be in your, in your physical space, and therefore the more money you can create, and that allows you to expand and therefore help even more people. So the more money you make, the more people you help, the more... Uh, nurtured you feel and therefore the more you can create and again the more people you can help the more you can put out there so it creates a vicious circle of positivity of money flowing which is wonderful yes I want to add something there yes that's one like making more money allows us to create more but yeah. we, we should not also forget that for us for us spiritual people for us light workers to accept money is actually allowing our clients and the people that we've helped to say thank you to us, mm. right? Because they also want to pay us. They actually, they're so thankful for our help to them, right? The, how we touch their lives or how often can you hear people right now say to you, thank you for listening to me because yes. nobody listens. So we are actually giving an opportunity for the people that we help to feel good about saying thank you. Amen. Like money is simply right it's just a spiritual partner it's them saying thank you here's the money thank you so much for helping me right because again i'm sure they want to return the favor or they want to i call it like balance the energy exchange right so i'm sure they want to do that energetic balance but they don't know how and by you saying okay this is one good way which is this amount 
they would be like, wow, thank you. It's just that. I don't even need to, I don't know, fly you to where you are. But it's just that as simple as paying us. Because for them, their, 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 their way of saying thank you to us. So one, yes, collect, being paid to be us is for us to create more. But also allowing people to pay us is allowing them to say thank you. Why will we rob these people the chance to say thank you to us, right? I love the shift of perception, like giving people the opportunity to thank us for the creation we co-create together, basically. Because yes, money is an investment in a way. When you invest um, something, your energy and your money in someone, then you get something in, in, in a, like from that as well. And there has to be an equal exchange. So Maria, you talk about the money codes. Now, we don't have time to talk about all the money codes. So we're going to talk about the four ones. So the money codes, the way I understand it, it's something we can use to help us manifest more abundance into our lives, especially now since um, we're in the new year. It's the beginning of the year. What can we do to use the money codes in manifesting more abundance? Okay, so I have the full video. I'm sure uh, George will put it somewhere. Please share it. Please share it. Where, where can people find it? Um, I have it on IGTV, actually. So I'll have it. I'll send it to George after this recording. And it's I'm sure it will be in the in show the notes. description, yes. Yes. So, but anyway, I'm very excited to talk about money codes because these are the pieces. Think of the programs that we have in our body, in yes. our mindset, in our in the way we look at life that actually prevents us from having more, creating more sustainability. Hmm. So understanding these seven money codes and how you rank or how you are, how you're benchmarked in each would give you more awareness on how you are self-sabotaging yourself and self-limiting because again, remember, money is a way for people to say thank you to us. Money is a way for people to see us more. So by, by pushing this money away or by scoring quite low on those money codes, we're actually preventing ourselves to light up. As you said, this is a lit up podcast, right? Mm. So, for, so when you, are, you understand these seven money codes and you know how you score there or you, you have that awareness of how to shift easily in, within those money codes, it would be easier for you to put yourself out there for people to find you and for you to help more people. Because again, we are here to serve and our service is us being simply authentically us. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So what are the four codes? Okay, let's talk about the four. I call it the four money magic. The first one is the manifestation code. The second is receptivity. The third is retention. The fourth mm-hmm. is multiplication. Okay, okay let's um, I'll go one. with the set. Yes, let's talk about the first one. So many people make this mistake about manifestation and receptivity. They think these two are, dif- are the same. They are not. So manifestation is as simple as the materialization of the thought, of something that we thought of. So it can be as simple as, you know, I'd really love to have extra money. So that is a thought, right? Now, the materialization of that, the manifestation of that can be as simple as your mother asking you, oh, by the way, do you need money? That's manifestation. It can be as simple as that Mm. materialization of the thought, that opportunity to see, to get the money. That is already materialization. That is manifestation. Now, the question here, most people don't realize we are very good in manifesting. Manifesting is not a problem. The problem always lies in the receiving. Mm-hmm. Manifestation is easy. You know, like, that's why I always, you know how people talk about having signs? I don't, I actually, I, I say it very different from all spiritual mentors because I tell people don't rely on signs because, be, because we are manifestors. We are created, we are powerful manifestors. So sometimes we manifest what we want to see instead of what should be. So I don't, I, like, again, this, this is as simple as that, right? Now, receiving this would be you saying, yes, mom, I really need help. That is you receiving. But most people would do, oh my God, why did my mother ask me? Does she think that I cannot make it? Does she think, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the regular response, right? Because they would feel pride, there's shame, there's, you know, there's a lot of story or, oh my God, I'm sure this has, this has strings attached to it, right? We're not even giving that money the chance to come in. So it's about learning <laughs> to say yes, learning to say yes to the money that's already coming to us. So that's the first yes. and the, money code. That's receptivity. No, manifestation is the first money code. Okay. It's so our ability the, okay. to materialize that thought of I need more money the second is receiving it Uh for you to be able to say yes and to look at the things that you manifested unconditionally that's the key because most people look at let's say if this sender let's say the your mother is the sender that the universe gave you right for your money for your money problem most people would judge that as bad that's why they don't receive That's why it becomes a sabotage. But when they just check in with themselves and say, you know what? I can say yes to this. And if my mother brings it up later, I can say, well, you asked to give me. I did not ask from from you. You were the one who volunteered. So I said, thank you. Right? So that's the second. That's receiving. So these two, again, most people, I would say nine out of 10 people are powerful manifestors. Manifestation is never the problem. The problem is always the second money code, which is receiving. Mm -hmm. So a very good 
test for it for everybody listening is just think of the worst, the person that you hate the most in the world or the person that you feel judged the most. Think of them coming and giving you a briefcase of a suitcase of loads of cash. Would you say yes? So that is the question, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be a very easy test of how high you are at receptivity. Because are you willing to say yes? Or would you go into, no, this has string of sad, this can't be too, this is too good to be true, like all those things. So that's receptivity. That's the second code. I like now, the, the ability to, to rate that. Yes. Go, go, go yes. on with the third one. The third code is retention. So huh. retention and receptivity, these are two different things. So in the Chinese paths theory, I don't know if you're familiar, but it's similar to the Chinese astrology. Think of that astrology. It's like uh, in India, they have the astrological charts where they calculate based on your zodiac signs. In the Chinese, they also have this patsu. Patsu is about your, again, your, your, your date of birth, your time of birth, your place of birth. And in that belief, there is a saying, there is a belief, or there's a school of thought that says some people come with money, but no container. In mm. Chinese, it says, yo tai mei ku. Yo is yeah, you have, tai is money, mei is no, ku is container, like a mm. pot or a pocket. So some people, what happens becomes some people they are very good at manifesting, right? Like I said, most of the people are very good at manifesting. And some people are even good at receiving it, but they cannot hold on to the money. Something always goes out, like unexpected bills come or, you know, like it's, you don't even know where the money goes. That is a very clear indicator that you have very low retention, like money retention rate. So, so retention is because something practical then. It's about managing your money? It's spiritual as well. It's energetic mm. as well. It's, it's like you're, some people, again, you know, some people, they're very good at receiving money. So maybe they have many jobs or yeah. they have, they're paid high, but they have very big debt because they cannot retain the money. Money always flows out. So there is a way to clear that spiritually, but a very practical way would be direct your money. Direct your money. Put containers for your money. Consciously. Consciously. Yes. Yes. This is there a is, very easy way. There is a great book, Maria, that like, well, I know you have a book as well, and I want you to talk about that in a little bit. There is a book that it talks all about the containers. Two books, actually, that I've read that I use and I implement in my life and business. For my life, it's a book called The Wealth Chef by Anne Wilson, which is, again, it's what you mentioned with the containers and directing uh, having different like budgets for different aspects of your life. The yes. other one that I use for business is yes. called Profit First, which again, it's used for businesses and you have different containers and you assign a different percentage to each container. Uh, now, do you yes. talk about something similar to that in your book as well? Or is, um, tell us a little bit about your book because I, I, want, I want people uh, to hear it and uh, to get to work more with you through that. So that book is actually a personal story. It's, yes. it's co-authored with seven different women from yes. all over the world. And for that, I focus more on the element of money, meaning the okay. money energy. Not, not about this part. This not part, you can quotes. see it in the... No, no, no. Not, not the retention part. This part, you can see in my IGTV link, which yes. I will share with, with you later. 
Um, yeah, but this is about that container. Like you said, in life and in business, you have container, you direct it. Because again, yeah. there are people who are very good at retention. Like in their energy, they, they are born with that retention magic. So but also you can are, learn it. You know, can you also yes, learn yes. to so like, you, uh, yeah. So again, there's two, remember everything works two ways, right? One is energy. One is the, the logic the strategy part of it. So, so again, if you are a person that's already born with this retention rate, you mm. high retention rate, mm. it's the, the, the downside of that is you will, you, ha- you will find it difficult to spend money for yourself uh-huh. because you have very, you know, you have very high retention rate. It's like you hoard things. You're an energy hoarder to some extent. Like yes. it's hard for you to let go. It's hard for you. But there are people who are born with low money retention rate. That's energetic. That's something that you're born with, it which you flows. can shift. Yes, mm. yes. Which you can shift energetically if you work with a spiritual teacher who knows how to do these things, mm. who knows how to re... I, I can do it. I recalibrate things. So who knows how to do this? Of course, they can fix it. But again, we, ha- we don't have access to a, to a money mag- magician every day. Right? So we do the practical, which is like you said, the two books, which are good, um, you talk about the, how you can contain the money, how you can direct the money, because whatever happens, money will flow out. That is the, oh. that, that is the, that if you come with a very low retention rate, that will happen for sure. And if you come with a really high one and you just don't enjoy your life because you retain everything <laughs> rather than just consciously yes, yes. spend it. So what's the fourth one? Yeah, so we but, have manifestation, receptivity, retention. And the last one is multiplication. How you can make money work for you. Not everybody has that magic or has that exposure. Again, some people, when they're born, they already have a very high multiplication rate. That's why they do good in stocks, even if they didn't study it. You know what I mean? Like they're very good. They know which investment would work. They can see something. They know that this would multiply. Some people have that gift. You can say it's intuition, but... To some extent, if you really look at it from a money perspective, they have that, bear, that gift to see which investment is going to really multiply. They have this gut feeling, right? But of course, you can study this. You can go and study financial literacy. You can study stock exchange. You can study real estate, right? Of course, we can study that. But some people are already born with high multiplication energy. Now, Going back to the retention energy, Mm -hmm. some people may come with a high retention energy, but very low multiplication energy because these people, they're good at hoarding, but they don't know how to make money work for them. Uh So what happens is their immediate thinking would be, I make money, I save the money. But people with high multiplication energies thinking would be, I make money, I will invest this. I will multiply this. So people with high multiplication energy or high multiplication code, what happens is they don't, they're not really cash fluid all the time. Maybe their cash is not high, but they are high in assets and portfolio because Mm. they know how to make money work for them. Maria, you're such a money mage. Like (laughs) I'm I'm just (laughs) thinking, thinking about money and my finances in such a different way right now. Like I can see like, 
while you're talking, I, I'm rating the different money codes. I'm like, oh, I'm doing good there. I need to work on that better. So how do we take that and translate it into like a practical process that anyone can do right now to manifest more financial abundance in 2020? Okay, this is a great question. So let's start with your ability to receive. This is the first, because again, everybody's mostly 90% or 99% of the universe, the, the population has high manifestation energy anyway. So let's start with your receptivity. The first thing you need to see to really shift is think of you deserve more. That is a very, pra I know it sounds so spiritual, but this is a very practical application. The, if you cannot even see that you are worth more, you deserve more, there is no way to receive. Because what happens is you will judge everything that comes. You will judge every good opportunity as something that's too good to be true. So you have to start with that mindset that I am worth more, that I deserve more, that I am doing something to create and to help more people, that people paying me, giving me money is them saying thank you to me. Mm. That me finding money on the street is, is the universe saying, here, good luck. You deserve that. So that, yes, this is the first step. Very practical, you need to apply this. The second thing now is to start now really making containers for your money. Think of, even if today it does, it feels so impossible, but start thinking of where you, where you want money to go, okay? Because what happens is people, you know people who win the lottery in three years, they lose everything? Because they have no retention. Yes, because maybe they're, I told you, everybody's high in manifestation. Yes. <laughs> it just so happens that at that time, their energy for retention, you know, energy is very layered again. So it's possible at that time, at that moment, their receptivity energy is so high, they were able to receive that. Yes. Even if they're, they're not conscious about it, right? That's energetic again. So they lose it in three years because they, they have very low retention energy and they have very low multiplication energy. So from today, you need to start thinking about buckets in your life. Like mm -hmm. you can, I always say some people, they, they feel insecure if they don't have savings. Some people, some people are like that. So for me, put one bucket for savings, mm -hmm. one bucket for like fun, one mm -hmm. bucket for investment, like money yes. and business, one bucket for, let's say, um, adventure, something to try. Like, you know, fun and try, these are two different things because fun for me is more of, you know, you really want to party and so on. But the adventure fund is more of, something that you want to see let let's give it a try you understand but that that budget should be there because you know in any business like when people ask me should i go into business i always say do you have a budget for your adventure mm. fund because if not business is a black hole huh? sometimes it can, it can really go faster than you can imagine if you don't know how to do business so you have to understand how to have that budget, that limit of your adventure fund. And you also have to have that budget for helping fund. You know what? Like in companies, their CSR is 20%, right? There is a number. There is a limit because you cannot help everybody, really. So it has to be, there should be a budget a year. For example, okay, I want to, I, I am willing to help up to 10, up to $1,000 for one year for 2020. 
So every time someone, every time you make any decision about helping people, for example, you bought their product because you want to help them, not really because you want it, but you want to support them. So you put that in as your help from, from your help budget. Hmm. Like put it in. You have to list it down because once this 1,000 is gone, the, you, you've used this up. Please start your fund from 2021. Because again, it is you respecting money. Remember, money is your spiritual partner. Can you tell your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife that, hey, you know what? I don't have any limits. Like, you know, like we also have some rules that we play with our partners, right? So it's the same with money. It's our spiritual partner. We have to respect it. And we respect it by saying, okay, honey, we're just spending this much on on helping people this year, right? So that that's the container. So that's the second step. Now, the third step now is this. Before you make any, let's say the money comes in, you have your budget now coming in. The one thing that would really help you activate your money magic is to really, really declare how much you want. Because many people say, I want more money, more financial abundance. Fine. But what, what is that number? Mm. So you can start small. So if today you're making $500, for example, a month, why don't you go for $700? Mm. Like, I want to make $700 this month. Once you reach it, thank God I've reached 700. Now it's time for 800 or 900. Because that, again, this is like creating milestones and memories with your spiritual partner, right? You have a one-year anniversary, one-month anniversary with your romantic partner. It's the same with your spiritual partner. Every Every step that you've created together, that you've, you've, you've created, you've received and done together is a milestone. When you see that with your spiritual partner, imagine how your spiritual partner would love you more. Right? So I love that, Maria. Steps. So powerful three steps to kickstart our year and have more financial abundance. And it's all about declaring your receptivity creating budgets uh, for different areas of our lives so that we can raise our retention if it's really low. And so what was the last step again? Really, really think shifting in your mindset. And, and being really I clear about what more. we want. Indeed. Yes. Stating our number. Maria, thank you so much for sharing these powerful tools with us. I don't know about everybody listening, but I feel ready to start 2020 with more uh, conscious direction with my money. Maria, where can people get in touch with you and work with you? Okay, I am again on Instagram. I'm very, very active on Instagram. Please follow me. It's at, my handle is at Maria underscore K underscore Tad. I have all the details there anyway. So please follow me. I share again about empowerment, entrepreneurship, and energy, including money energy. So please come follow me, be in my energy. I'd love to have you. I'd love to share energy with you. And of course, we'll pop the link for that in the description below. Thank you so much for joining us, Maria. And thank you so you much for everybody welcome. listening and watching. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.